Hello, Malcolm here and welcome. Welcome to Quiet Time Coaching and this daily devotional podcast based on 1 Thessalonians. To quote from chapter 2 verse 12, they're aimed at encouraging, comforting and urging you to live lives worthy of God. Now, on to today's scripture. Today we're in chapter 3 and verse 5. It reads, For this reason, when I could stand it no longer, I sent to find out about your faith. I was afraid that in some way the tempter had tempted you and that our labours might have been in vain. Paul did tell them they would be persecuted and it turned out that way, verse 4. And so, he is worried about them. And that worry doesn't stick with him just in his own mind or heart. Rather than being complacent about it, he does something about it and sends Timothy. He tells them it's bothered him. It, he's being honest with them. It's not, it is about them primarily, but he's saying, I, I'm worried. I've been worried. He's afraid. He's afraid the tempter has had his way with them. I'm going to take a slight diversion here to talk about the tempter here for a moment today. I'm going to give you a quote, a longer quote than I would normally do, from a commentary on this passage by F.F. Bruce in the New International Commentary on the New Testament. And just to give us a picture of the one who opposes us, who we don't want to get fixated on, but we do need to recognize is against us. He says this, The reference to the activity of the tempter should not be overlooked. Satan is referred to in every major division of the New Testament. He is supreme in the realm of evil spirits. His activities are always opposed to God and to man's best interests. Afflictions like sickness are often spoke of as due to the activity of his minions and Paul's stake in the flesh is described as a messenger of Satan to buffet me. His activities in the realm of the spirit are seen in the taking away the good seed from the heart of men and sowing evil people in the world. As the God of this world, he blinds the minds of the unbelieving. He tempted our Lord and he tempts his followers. He hindered Paul's missionary work. He sought to gain advantage over the faithful. Had he been successful in all his work among the Thessalonians, Paul's hard work the word he uses means toil to the point of weariness, it's then rendered labour later, would have been rendered futile. Yet, he is not conceived of dualistically as commensurate with God. He is surely the chief among the enemies to be subjugated at the end. Yea, he has been defeated already. Christians, here and now, may defeat his purposes. There's a lot in that, isn't there? We do have a powerful opponent, but, but, and this is the big but, he has been defeated. The cross has won the victory. The empty grave demonstrates the power of God and means we do not have to fear death any longer. And we can defeat his purposes. And one of the reasons that Paul sends Timothy and writes the letter is to make sure that they 
the Thessalonians hold fast to their convictions in the midst of their trials, their difficulties, the persecution, the things that they cannot make sense of, the things that that cause them pain. He says, hold on. The tempter will not have the final word. God is more powerful than he. That's something worth praying about today, to be alert to our tempter, but confident, much more confident in our God. Thank you for listening today. It's my hope, to paraphrase chapter 1 verse 3, that your work will be produced by faith, your labour prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. For more notes, lessons and resources on these topics, go to my website, malcolmcox.org, and I'll finish with the last phrase of the letter. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Take care, and God bless. Thank you.